This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala is family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This is the house of succulents growing grounds, you guys. I'm talking everything you can possibly imagine in the succulent realm, from your common everyday plants to more rare and obscure imports. They have all kinds of different cacti and euphorbias. They can service your landscaping needs. And they have a bunch of hoop houses dedicated to houseplants. And I go to Sergio anytime I have to do a pop-up. Anytime I'm going to do a pop-up, I go to them and I keep my shop stocked by supporting Mezcala. They have everything you need in one place. Mezcala is also on Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery. They keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quickly. You could miss it. Make sure to go show them some love. It's also very family-friendly, and the customer service is on point. I'm there all the time. I bring my kids with me. They always have a great time. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on June 30th, 2021, with my guest, Club Time Warp. Jen is family. She's actually my girlfriend's twin sister. She's also my son Sage's auntie. We did this interview in person, which was the first of its kind for this podcast. It's been a really long time since I've done anything in person. And it was extra special because we did it in my home. Jen is a very talented artist based out of San Diego. She incorporates all different kinds of mediums, including botanical items. But her main focus is desert-inspired resin sculptures. Her work can be found on Instagram at Club Time Warp or on her website, clubtimewarp.com. She's also currently featured in the Mojave Flea Trading Post. That's out in Palm Springs, California. You can find them on Instagram at Mojave Flea. If you're unable to make the trek to Palm Springs, you can find her work in Santa Ana, California at the Open Market OC right now. Make sure to go check her out and show her some love, you guys. Here's Jen. So tell me a little bit about yourself, as if I'm not, you know, your possible future brother-in-law. Tell me... Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from San Diego. I'm 34. Um, I have a twin sister. Um, yeah, I'm, I live in San Diego right now. I used to live in the Bay. Um, I've always done art. My family's like super creative. And so they've always like, uh, things that we do all the time is like, instead of carving pumpkins, we're painting pumpkins. When I was a kid, my mom's always like growing stuff in the garden. So I just like grew up with that stuff. Um, and it kind of just like blended into my life like into college into just like adulthood and like everything I do now. Mm-hmm. And did you study art at all? No, I studied environmental science at UCSB. Wow. And I've always just like had my art. I always thought like, Oh, it's just my hobby. It's just like what I like to do. Um, and like, I, I thought I was just going to do a career and like, I used to manage restaurants in San Francisco for four years and I was like, Oh, that's what I'll just do the rest of my life. Like, and I'll, I'll just always like create something on the side. And so I never thought it could be like a business and it, 
It's only been like a business. Club Time Award's only been around for like a year. Okay. And what you had some previous projects prior to Club Time Warp, correct? I had Club so Club Time Warp, the name of it stems off of an old company my wife and I had called Club Surreal. Mm-hmm. And that was a clothing company, a unisex clothing company. And we did like all the screen work for it, graphic design. Um, <clears throat> I did like all the sewing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when our when we moved from the Bay to uh, San Diego, my wife went and started brewing beer. And so then I was like, I need my own like creative outlet. And then that's when kind of Club Time Warp was formed. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to say that you have always inspired me from when I first met you and your twin when we were young, I knew you were the creative. You guys were both like super creative uh, and we were known for being creative and you're colorful the way you dress. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I barely remember meeting you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we first met like 10 years ago, 11, 11 years, years ago. 11 years ago? Yeah. 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 And then we re-met nine years later. Yeah, and Amber called you like plant boy. She was like, oh, I met this boy. He like has plants and stuff and... I guess you still do. Yeah, the boy with the plants. So tell me, where did the art start? When did you first find your creativity? And what did that look Um, like? Well, like I said, like since I was little and I've always been around it and Mm -hmm. I never thought about it. Like I just thought everybody was creative. I was like, Mm -hmm. everyone could draw and all this stuff. And I didn't find out until later that, you know, like it was like uh, like a talent of mine. Sure. And because then I'm like, oh, there's people that aren't creative. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Like, with their free time, you know? And so um, I've always, like, been into drawing, but I also, like, always do things with my hands. So when I was a kid, I used to, like, take electronics apart, mm. apart and, um, like, just, like, building things. Like, I'm, I'll be like, oh, Dad, I want to build this. And, like, I would, like, build something, like, out of rubber bands or and, like, wood and stuff. So I knew... I wanted to find, like, like my, like, art, like, what that was, mm-hmm. um, instead of just doing everything. I could do everything. I could sew, I could draw, I mm-hmm. could paint, and I was like, what is it that I could do that I could, like, make mine yeah. and, like, um, and, like, turn it into a brand? And so I was just like, what do I love most? Like, I love the, I love the desert, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, I'm insanely inspired by, so... And it's just, like, the nature of the desert. It's, like, so peaceful. And I knew I wanted to, like, bring that into my work. And I knew I wanted to, like, do something with my hands. Like, create, like, a sculpture or a piece. Um, and, like, Club Time Warp comes from, like, I've always loved, like, time capsules or, like, anything vintage. Or, like, um, since we're talking about the desert, like, Palm Springs is, like, 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, that mid-century modernism and mm-hmm. architecture. And I was like, how can, like, you free, how can I freeze that, like, time period? Yeah. Um, and turn it into, like, a piece of art. And then that's where the name Club Time Warp came from. So it's just awesome. like, you know, you could, like, you feel like, and even, even if it's, like, not something from the 1950s, like, um, my work is very, like, uh, there's, like, crystals, there's plant. I use plants a lot in my work, mm-hmm. um. And, like, recently a lot – I'm using, like, botanicals a lot more, like, drying out sage and stuff to put in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, like we're, – we're, like, freezing a piece of time. So, like, if – like, I picked a leaf here today, I could dry it out and we could put it in resin. And you have, like, this tangible piece of art that, I don't know, maybe gets buried one day and someone digs it up 100 years from now. And like a time like, capsule. It's a time capsule, yeah. So yeah. it's, like, a time – like, you're – if you find it, you're in a time warp, you know. 
I love that. Yeah, that's where I got the name. It's trippy. Yeah, and it's like yeah. a club. Like you feel like I like the idea of like secret societies and stuff. So that's where like club comes into mm-hmm. play. In it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, your ba- are you basing the company out of Palm Springs? It's no. It's just everything. A lot of my art is sold out in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. and that's like where I got the start for the platform mm-hmm. that I'm on. But I originally started with like me wanting to do like pop-up markets or like farmer's markets. Um, I went to a lot when I was a kid and I was like, this would be cool to do. And then one day in Palm Springs, my wife and I traveled there a lot and like we go to the desert a lot. And I was, she took me to a market called Mojave Flea. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I want to sell my art here. And so uh, like six months later, I got into their market and then I did like one, one of their, two of their markets. And then it was like the pandemic. Yeah. And, like, so that just, like, forced me to, like, make my art really fast and, like, form it into a brand because now I'm, like, going to be in the public selling it. Right, right. Do you feel like it lost any of its touch or are you they're still, like, as as much as you intentioned in the originally? Uh, I really thought I could stay. It's grown so fast. So mm-hmm. Club Time Warp started. I officially started it, like, I, I would say, like, the summer of like 2019 and then that's when um it originally started as i really love design like designer toys so mm-hmm. like vinyl toys and all the bootleggers doing vinyl toys are making them out of resin mm. and so a lot of my first pieces if you like look back through my instagram or something mm-hmm. they're like these tiny like cactus pieces yeah. in like toy box like toy boxes yeah right and so i was like Everyone's doing action figures. I should just, you know, like, I should just make cactus. Yeah. And, like, so I sold those for a while. And then when I got into the markets, I was like, okay, I need to expand and, like, make more things. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like it grew so fast that I haven't been making, like, I thought it'd be, like, sitting, like, making things up out of clay, making molds for them, pouring them. Like, it was going to be, like, really art. On your own like, time. Yeah. It's, now it's, like, full-time business. It's all that I do. Uh-huh. Not intentionally, um, though. Not intentionally. But it starts, sometimes it feels, I'm in, like, so many shops, which I'm so grateful for. Sure. I just thought it'd be, like, a gradual growth, but it was, like, more like, <laughs> you know, like, I, like, just climbed a ladder, like, really fast. Yeah. And, it, and it's just, like, now it's, like, oh, when do I, like, when am I going to slow down to, or, like, do I put a pause on, like, um, mass producing my items right. just so I can create more things that are, like, more true to what I like to make and stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. When can you cut your breath? Well, that's the reason why I asked this. Cause I talked to a lot of artists on this podcast and uh, potters in particular, some of them hesitate to mass to go on a bigger, like mass a mm-hmm. scale because they're worried that it's going to lose some of the touch. But I don't think your, your artwork has lost any of its touch. I think that it's continues to like, uh, evolve and become more and more interesting and, can you tell me a little bit about like the mediums that you use? Uh, I know you use resin. You said you include botanicals. You want to tell me a little bit about your process? Sure, sure. Um, most of the items I like to use are like crystals and minerals, and that would be in the raw form. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll usually I'll get like bigger chunks of it, and I'll just take a sledgehammer and like hit it and like choose the pieces. So yeah, you're right. I haven't really lost my touch because like every single thing that I make, even if I make Handmade. like I ha- yeah, hand, hand make it. Mm-hmm. Even if, like, I make it from, like, choosing the, like, rock that I'm going to sledgehammer and break into mm-hmm. pieces to put into, the into like, the molds. Um, 
but even then, everyone I pull out, I'm like, oh my god, this one's like the best one I've ever made. And then I'll be like, <laughs> or I'll like look back and be like, oh, I like should make that color again, or I should like use that stone again. Mm-hmm. So um, I do everything from picking like the crystals. I do. I like pick all the plants that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, and dry them out myself using, I mainly use like silica beads, but if I use creosote, which is like the main desert bush plant in Mm -hmm. the Mojave desert, um, and I use that one the most, um, and I always try to get some when I'm out in the desert and that I'll just like air air dry itself, Mm. but I usually use like silica beads if I'm doing like, um, leaves or flowers and stuff because it holds the colors. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I also use UV dyes, so that... I'll, like, add into my artwork so it can, like, glow at night if you put it in the sun. Right. Or copper. I use a lot of copper, and that, like, helps charge the crystals. Um, that's about it. I don't... Can you can you elaborate on the uh, idea behind why you've wanted them to charge, like, the... Because I know, like, I'm a crystal collector. I don't know why I don't have any out right now, but, uh, you know, people like to charge their crystals. I mean, you would know... Like right, but but the, but the, was the idea behind that? Was the idea behind making these uh, rechargeable stones that you're making that actually include real crystals inside of them? Right. right, most of the time, but it's also like a replica exterior that's like uh, encasing the cr- actual crystal. Right, and then it, it you put it in the sun during or any UV V light for that matter, and and it glows at night. Yeah, so extra charges it, I guess, all the time. Yeah. So it's like a double charge. Well, there's the, if you look back at resin, because it's been around forever, um, they, there's these like old organ like resin things where people put like copper wires in them and like, just like crazy, like crazy copper stuff. Have you seen them at all? I'm not sure. They're like, they're just like funky. They look very old. They look like they're like from the 1970s and they'll have like, almost like, looks like fish like fish aquarium pebble layer and then it's like copper wire but if you spiral it it's supposed to like go up into like the shape and like charge the stones and like this platform of energy mm-hmm. and it's like they just like look so old and you're like i was like how can i modernize that i want to change like the 1970s organ or what everyone is doing and like modernize it so that's when i was like i'll just take copper dust and put that in too with like UV UV glow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just change. It's like been around forever, but it's just like, oh, how can I change it and make it mine? Yeah. Well, you still have uh, one of a kind. I haven't seen other people, you know, not too much of a look alike. And uh, I would say you succeeded in that effort to capsulize that time period, and it fits with Palm Springs, and that's probably why there's such a high demand for it out there. You've been right. pretty successful in that market, right? right. Yeah. And I remember helping set up one of the booths. That was really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's a dope spot. It's called Mojave Flea, Mojave Flea Trading Post. Trading Post. It's, and they're um, on Instagram, too, right? They're on Instagram. They are this, like, fully realized uh, department store of all makers and merchants. And from, like, mainly in the desert, but beyond. The, you can Everyone's making their items. So it's just, like, you feel like. And it's like the movement of where shopping should go. You should have like a piece of art or something that's handcrafted instead of like super manufactured. And so any shop that I'm in, like I make sure that it's like a shop that I'm proud of that is like great for the community. Mm -hmm. And they're like 
very local, very sustainable, very handcrafted merchants, mm-hmm. hi- highlighting highlighting artists and makers. Bringing back that old, that old school tangible vibe of handmade Right, and how it should be. The, the world's so fast-paced now. Um, it's nice to like slow down and instead of just like quickly buying something, you're like actually making a choice, picking this out, taking the time to look at it instead of just like, oh, I, you know, I just want this rock right. that I could just buy online. Yes. You know, but you got to like touch it. You got to hold it. You got to like any, anything. There's even like vintage clothes here and stuff. And you're just yeah. like, um, it's just nice to spend that time instead of moving so fast when you're buying something. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a pretty prevalent LGBTQ plus community in San in Palm Springs. Oh, there is, yeah, it's and, all over the place. In yeah. that market as well, is there? There's a large presence of. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's very diverse. But then again, art is for everyone. So sure, of course. Um, but it is. I'm always drawn to it. I ha- I have a wife. I've, I'm gay, and we even in San Diego. We live in Hillcrest, which is you know the LGBT like air district. Mm. of San Diego and so I guess I don't think about it too much just because I'm surrounded by it and sure all it's, the time yeah cool very cool um do you want to answer some questions that we got from yeah, from uh followers yeah let's, let's yeah. go for it okay love cat designs said what is your story and why you start why did you start club time warp so we got a little bit of your backstory but why was maybe elaborate a little bit more on why why you started it um i didn't when i moved to san diego i didn't want to do uh like work in restaurants anymore mm. and then in uh and when i moved there in like 2017 or something like that and then in that time my mom was sick and so like just living at home with her and like being with her she was always like you have to do like what you love mm-hmm. and so it's like something I've always thought about, especially after she passed. Um, and I was just like, I just have to, like quit my job and like do what I love, you mm-hmm. know, because that's like what she would have wanted. Right. And yeah. so it pretty much is like why I started it. And she like loved the desert. Yeah. We like take her to Palm Springs and stuff. And I was just like, you know, like she was like watching me make my like tiny like cactus resin pieces. Mm-hmm. She's like, you should just do that. Yeah. And so like she just shortly passed like right after that. And so I was like, I'm just going to turn it into my company. And it worked out really well. That's beautiful. You were yeah. able to kind of channel that into your artwork, into yeah, your drive. And I, and and I still do, it yeah. It a drive. Yeah, I, like, pick plants that she liked. Like, I work a lot with, like, air plants and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like, a picture of her, like, it's my favorite picture of her. She's, like, like holding an air plant up. It's, like, that, like, weird, long, mossy one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to use air plants. I'm going to use air plants, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, everything I do... something I make it'd be like something my mom would love you know yeah yeah well thank you for showing vulnerability and and talking about that I want to say that your family has always been this uh, like motivator to me in my life your sister you you guys have pushed me to take my to take risks and and to you know launch my plant business uh, when I was hesitant and you you girls in particular are like really crafty I know that your mom had a big part do with that and influence on that because you guys are always anytime anytime we plan a party you guys are all hands on deck making every single thing from scratch you know and you're all like multi-talented in your own ways you know amber has her her sewing and and you have you've dabbled in that too it's just crazy you guys are all like really really creative and talented but where i was going with that was that uh 
I wanted to, to try this out, you know, like the entrepreneur life. And I was very hesitant and you guys pushed me. And I think you may, you and your friends and your sister may have been the first customers. Oh yeah. for your plant The car, first people yeah. to buy anything and put reviews on my Etsy, which, you know, kind of started a, a whirlwind and I I now a, I'm doing it full time. Was it a Joseph's coat? Yeah. Is that what some, it's called? Some fucked up little cactus. <laughs> it was not even that cute. Well, you pretty much started my plant collection. You know, so like in our new home, like I'm the care of our plants, but I only know about them because of you. So it's super cool. Yeah, I know. you. Thank you. I know you you've brought me plants, too. Uh, that's oh, kind of where I really plant. first started getting <laughs> yeah. pushed to do it more because you had plants that needed rehab. Yeah. And I would like joke and say that they were checking into rehab and I would take care of them and then bring them back and give them back. We've done that a few are, times. I think some still are in rehab here. Yeah, there I is. I think they're yeah. thriving. But There's a few. Yeah. I think they do really well here, so yeah. they might come back home one day. But thank you for always being supportive and for you guys, both of you and your entire family for pushing me to do what I love. And, you know, I th- and as a result of that, that's what started this. And now things are changing and evolving and growing. It's incredible. So oh, yeah. you guys the had a big part to do with this. The name of your podcast. You came up with you named the podcast. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Jen from Club Time Warp named the podcast. I do have to say, for the record. Uh, Amber and I are very good at name, naming things. Like, yes. We like to name I stuff. always bring you guys that kind of a thing. Yeah. For sure. She actually named my Nightstone. Really? Which is like my most popular product. Mm. And I was like, it was like evolving and changing and then I added glow to it and I was like I was like Amber you have what am I going to name this because like I had a the next day was a market and I was like I have to name all these items we, mm-hmm. we had to come up with something um, I, we can't just call it like a glowstone you know mm-hmm. and so we bounced a lot of ideas within like five minutes you know we could like think of a hundred things in like five minutes and she was like looking at glowing stepping stones online and she was like oh we should just call it a nightstone awesome. i was like that's it okay good perfect yes. like let's name the next thing but uh it's such a cool name that even when i hear it out and people are talking about my art mm-hmm. they're, they're always like oh i picked up one of your nightstones and it's just cool because nothing else has named it yeah no. there's like an emotional attachment to the name too because it came from your twin right yeah i get i guess a little bit. Yeah. it's a little bit charged I forgot that she named it until now, oh, so. Okay. <laughs> but she's going to hear this, so yes, there's an yes. emotional attachment, sure. What is your favorite store? Love Cat Designs wants to know what your favorite store is. Like that I'm in or a store in mm, Probably, general? I think so. I think that's what she's getting at. Uh, Shout out to Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. I'm actually in one of Kathy's shops, but, mm. and that I was just there today. It was, uh, it's Open Market Orange County? Or uh, open OC, Market open OC. Market. Yeah. And it's just in Santa Ana, um. And we just restocked it all together, which was cool. So thanks, Kathy. Uh, but my favorite store would be Mojave Fleet Trading Post sure. by far. It's yeah. like my like little four foot by eight foot tall like space. Yeah. Um, and it's and just I'm you s- in there. So in that well, spot. In that spot. Yeah. Right? I, I like rent out that spot. Right. Um, so that's like my little shop, my little baby. But um, I'm in like four other stores in the desert. So I could like take stuff there too. So mm-hmm. I love them all, but Mojave Fleet for sure. It's like yeah. the platform that um, pretty much launched my career in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Well, a less well-known market that I think <laughs> deserves some love and is up and coming is Open Market OC. That place is dope. They have all kinds of cool stuff there. They got plants. They got clothes. 
all different kinds of art, uh, just your typical flea market, you know, but it's, it's not busy. not that busy yet. It was starting to pick up, though. I know you well, guys sell like, some stuff. It's just like Mojave Flea. It's like uh, department stores and makers and all these, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, small businesses and stuff. And I buy stuff there all the time from them because mm-hmm. it's just like, where are you going to find this stuff? I just got, like, they, one of these companies called uh, Desert Cans, they do old like beer cans and mm-hmm. they put plants in them mm. it's really cool I'll show, yeah. you. I'll show you after this yeah lots of unique people and it's you know you're supporting a small usually family <laughs> run or something like that an individual uh startup so yeah it's super cool they're on instagram too at open market oc uh alexandra trace your best friend right oh she did yeah she, Lexi, submitted, yeah. she submitted quite a few questions like 20 or we'll we'll get through them we'll see uh favorite plant and favorite crystal Okay, favorite plant would be, ooh, an elbow monstera. Mm, and you have one, don't you? I have one. I'm waiting for you to propagate I'm it. I'm waiting. <laughs> so I can get some. I'm waiting for it to grow a new leaf. Yeah, it needs to grow a new leaf how so I can it, propagate it. How long it. is it going to take? I, I have no idea. I mean, my monstera grows new leaves all the fucking time, so I, I'm surprised it hasn't Do you yet. think I need to bring it here and then we know. could share profits on that? <laughs> <laughs> I just want one to have one more. Oh, I'll give anything, you one. I'll give but, you one. But yes. I'm just always thinking about can. selling stuff. I know. <laughs> I got it started. Uh, so that's your Monstera Alba is your favorite plant. What's your favorite crystal? Uh, it would be jade. Mm. Just because like Chinese culture and it's good luck. Mm. Um, and my mom loved jade. But I don't use jade a lot because it's ra- rare to find. And it's like raw form. Mm. But it would be probably jasper. Mm. Let's talk about ethnicity real quick. What is your ethnicities? Plural? Well, uh, I'm pretty sure we're just Chinese Filipino, but I just did the ancestry thing, um, DNA test. So I'll get back to you because I but there's think some, it's more. But your dad was born in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, Hawaiian. Might have some Hawaiian blood. Right. And one of my close cousins, one of my first cousins, did ancestry too. And mm-hmm. she's like a quarter Vietnamese. Oh, wow. So who knows? Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I need to do the same thing. You should. You should do it. Yeah. I know that we're like really Spanish. Uh, okay. Where do you see your brand going in the next five years? This is also from Lexi. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, she didn't even tell me she was going to submit that question. So I didn't prep you at all. I either. guess um, I want to move more into like modern art museums or like large art installations Mm-hmm. out in like Coachella or something mm-hmm. I have like a hundred ideas for like bigger art installations for like my resin work mm-hmm. really up and coming area I think that, that the future is there mm-hmm. for sure developing uh, why are you inspired by the desert oh um, well we had my wife and I had never been to Palm Springs and when we got married in 2017 uh, we couldn't go our Europe trip would be like six months later. So we took a mini moon to Palm Springs and she was like, you would like it. You like everything mid-century modern. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And she had never been. And like ever since that day, we went probably once or twice a month. Yeah. And I just like fell in love with the place. And uh, I feel like even though I live in San Diego, like my body lives in San Diego, but like my heart and soul are in the <laughs> desert because I try to go. This is like the, one of the first weeks I didn't get to go to the desert mm-hmm. and I know I'm not going until next week. And like, I keep thinking about it. I'm like, Ooh, maybe, I, maybe I should go on Friday or like, maybe I should go tomorrow. Yeah. And like, I'll just drive out there, restock and like, you know, drive back or like hang, hang out with people or something. Or some of my friends ride out with me. Lexi has ridden out with me a few times and stuff. Um, 
it's just like a peaceful place, you know, yeah. like I just feel like, and when we do stay there for long trips, I just feel like so at peace, inspired by like the sky at any moment in the mornings, in the middle of the day, especially mm-hmm. at night with the stars mm. and all I could think about when I'm out there is like, what am I going to create next? You mm. know? Mm. And it finds it, it finds its way into your artwork. Mm-hmm. Like this, uh, Palm Springs ish uh, drawing that I have of yours on the oh, wall. Yeah. I love That's that one. That's San Jacinto uh, Mountains. Okay. That's like f- a picture I took from like walking around in Palm Springs. Okay. Yeah. And you turned it into a drawing. Mm-hmm, into a print. You have one with the fans too, right? Oh, with the yeah, wind the turbines, mm-hmm. and that was a play off of um, they look just like palm trees. So the they do that one. I think you have it. Is like lined up equally. Um, and I did everything the same on it. Yeah. Yeah, I do have it. You, you work with clay too, right? Mm-hmm. As well, and in I, cement. In cement, yeah. clay, silicone, a lot yeah. to make my molds. Um, I like using clay a lot, and that's just to create create new pieces or like different size things. Mm. Which, when things slow down, hopefully this summer I could finally make something new. I have like a, a hundred ideas. Mm. Yeah. What about the hanging things? Is what is that macrame? Oh, it's macrame. Yeah. Yeah, there's one right there. Yeah, I was like, how can I? change the sun catcher the normal sun catcher mm-hmm. um and like make it very like nautical nautical and mm. s- still use my pieces but still like have desert in it or botanicals and i was like oh i'm just gonna okay oh i was watching um oh what's that movie uh it's your favorite it's your favorite book the little prince oh it's your favorite book right yeah one of them for sure oh so i was watching the movie one day i was mm-hmm. just working and i was like feeling a little like uninspired and I was like I'm gonna watch The Little Prince um I'd never seen it because I just read the book Mm -hmm. and um this is where like you can be inspired by anything so like you have to like keep your eyes peeled the whole time you know like all of life and like everything you do even if you're like driving or something you might well it's like you you see all you see is plants when you drive sure I'm pretty sure but so I was watching The Little Prince and there's the aviator he's you know the the oddball guy in the mm-hmm. neighborhood with the funky the neighbor yeah the neighbor and he's like looking at the stars all the time there's this scene where they show his house mm-hmm. and it's only for a second but he has like these hanging wind chimes mm. and they're like little sun catchers but it was like just clear stone stacked on top i probably have the movie still like in my phone because mm. i was like snapping pictures with my cell phone because i was like oh my god i'm gonna make that yeah. and i was like oh how can i make that and it was like why there's pebble stacks on the the wall hanging. That's so awesome. Stuff, yeah. I didn't know just that from you that got movie. the inspiration. I forgot, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love the book. The movie, they did their best. It's it's okay. But, uh, yeah. That's why I made there's a some really, Yeah, exactly. There's some really good lessons in that book. Uh, for the listeners, if you've never read it, it's not actually a children's book. It's, it's childish, I guess, but it's inspired to, like, um, help get adults back in touch with their inner child. Right, and also not being, like, don't get stuck in the rat race, right? right. Like, it's, it's like everyone on your podcast with, like, bit their businesses and stuff, right? Like, even you, we're all doing this just out of our homes, mm-hmm. um, getting ourselves into shops, getting ourselves into markets, um, being in this community of entrepreneurs and yeah. artists and makers and, like, not just... Uh, I love corporate companies. They're great. But, and if people work there, like it's fantastic, but like not being stuck yeah, in yeah. like 
corporate America, pretty right. much, and, and like a nine to five. Yeah, nine to five is not that bad. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I've done it, but it's like how how can we like live our lives also and yeah. like be truly happy and be that's the little prince was kind of like that too yeah absolutely and i found myself miserable in doing that for a long time and i i knew that young i tried i had many attempts you know but things got in the way other things got in the way and um but i think all along i knew i was going to eventually find my way out and there's like a certain type of person that has to have a certain kind of drive and that creativity and that's why i run into so many like-minded people like you and you know your sister and uh the other guests i've had on the podcast you know we all have that little thing about us where we don't want to we don't want to go down that route you know we want to make our own path yeah even though we we'll found probably the spend fork like in the 24 road. hours in the day doing it instead of like eight, just eight hours like yeah, a, yeah exactly you have to spread it out and it's yeah i don't think people realize just how much work it is you know i'm busy i'm so busy yeah but you love it <laughs> yeah i love it but i'm fucking busy you know you're so busy there's no resting well it's like for you your you saw your plant business grow very fast too right yeah rapidly like faster than you faster than i could have ever imagined or wanted honestly. i feel like you used to have a tiny roll of bubble wrap and i was like just passing <laughs> by um and it's like huge it's and like now i'm the ordering size of this bulk. couch i'm ordering in bulk like mass boxes and everything like that yeah um we got some more questions from lexi let's see here how and where do you find new inspiration to keep creating well one the desert two the little prince yeah uh, I just watched La Luna on, like, Disney+. Plus. So mm. I work from home, mm-hmm. um, and in between pouring layers of resin, I'm just, at, like, grabbing lunch with a friend, hanging out with my dogs, or, like, mm. or trying to be inspired by stuff. So uh, if I'm not in the desert, which once a week I'm there, so I'm always inspired by it. Like, mm-hmm. I try to stop somewhere on the freeway just to, like, stop and take pictures. Um mm-hmm. And so I'm inspired by there, but I just on Disney Plus was La Luna, and it's mm-hmm. like this little kid and his dad. Have you seen it? It's like a five Mm-mm. minute short story, Mm-mm. and uh, he climbs up, and the moon has a bunch of stars on it, and they need to sweep up the stars and stuff. And so um, I was like, I'm gonna make like a star within a star, like a, a universe within a star or something. Mm-hmm. Like we'll put like a moon in a star. So I'm inspired by it, everything mainly. Yeah. Um, you're like exactly the type of person that the little prince was written about to never grow up. Like that's the biggest lesson behind it is to, it's like, it says over and over again, never grow up. You're finding inspiration in what would some people would be like, I'm not watching this. This is a kid's oh, thing yeah. or, you know, it's animated, but you're, you know, I just, I love that you have your inner child, uh, finding its way into expression. So but I think gotta, it's cool. You got to keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. You never know. I'm like, a, I'm forever a kid. Like you, you ask, yeah, you I'm are, yeah. a straight child. <laughs> Well, I'm a man child. What do you but, get inspired by? Plant, plants? Plants. Pho- photography inspires me for sure big time. Like I, whenever I see like landscape or uh, even like buildings and uh, architecture, right. all I, the first thing I think of is photos, you yeah. know, and I'm like cutting it into thirds and like looking at the depth of field and I'm thinking those kinds of things. That's what mostly sticks out to me. Or I'm looking at it like what what kind of plant is this and how can I get some? <laughs> Yeah, or like travel. I'm uh, always yeah, inspired by travel. You guys are travelers. Yeah, yeah that's something we didn't touch on. Um, you've traveled quite a bit, right? Right. Yeah, my wife and I, uh, for a good amount of time we've been together, we've traveled to Europe once a year. Mm. Um, always, we we'll always go back to like a place that we love and then somewhere new. 
Um, I'm sure and, that inspires you. Those yeah, memories and those Club places. Club Surreal started because of, we went to Cadiz, where Salvador Dali is. Mm-hmm. And um, he lived in the beaches of Cadiz, and we got to spend like, I think it was like three hours just at the Cadiz beach mm. um, because he was so inspired by it. And we were out there, and at the time, my wife and I were living in the bay, and I was like, we got to let's start something. Like, let's make some, like, do a clothing company or something. And mm-hmm. that's why it's called Club Surreal after Surrealism for Salvador Dali. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Cool. What else do we got? Uh, we're going to go over that one because we touched on it. If you had one piece of advice to someone starting out their own business, what would it be? Ooh, just start. Just All do you, it. You just need one. You just need to put, if you put one thing up or whatever yeah. your business is, you just have to start it. Yeah. I mean, look at your podcast. I'm pretty sure you just did this couple months ago yeah a few months back and i think it was like late at night when you were like i'm gonna start a podcast what should we name it i think you were here i was you sleeping were over. Here. Yeah. yeah you were here yeah. just a random idea that popped into my head yeah yeah so I awesome mean, listeners listeners should know that i don't come here to hang out with you or amber i come out come here to hang out with your baby, <laughs> they have a cute baby. So. yeah our son sage named after once again some botanical stuff um cool yeah just take the risk and go yeah, for it. I would Don't say hold just, back. Just go for it. If you love something, what are you waiting for? Isn't yeah. What you're gonna you're gonna just wait until forever, or right. or it's just an idea. Yes. If you wanted that bad, you would start it. Yeah, put no. yourself out yeah. there. Be vulnerable. Uh, let's see. Describe a typical day in the life of Club Time Warp. So you're doing this full time now, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it full time for a whole year. How do you balance that? Like, what's that look like? Uh, I pretty much well. My wife is a brewer, mm-hmm. so her schedule changes all the time, mm. um, and so my schedule matches hers. Um, so we usually, whatever the schedule is, I'll just wake up at that time, mm. um, make coffee, hang out with the dogs, and then make a to-do list. I'm usually doing my to-do list with Amber, my yeah, twin. Girls are both list people. Yes, we write a lot. We check in on each other. We talk all day. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, yeah. you see her talking all day. Mm-hmm just to be um and it's us checking in like oh how's your list or we'll be like oh mm-hmm. like an obstacle happened i don't know we had to go, to, go run an errand or something mm-hmm. and it took longer or i don't know sage is awake forever yeah and so it's just like how's your list and we resend this list and with like the new check marks on it yeah and so it's usually i'll just do my top priorities on the list in it i'll work out um yeah. I usually try to run an errand, whatever errand I need to do. Um, but I try to organize where I'm pouring, um, like, all the same color resin mm-hmm. or, like, the same stones at once. I've tried to do it, like, a lot at once and it just doesn't work out. My resin will start, like, drying and stuff. Um, so it's just, like, doing a lot of the same things yeah. together. And then it's my whole day. It'll go, like, I could probably start at 8 a.m. and then... I'll even be like, as soon as Fritzy's home, I'll be like at 11 p.m. Oh, I need to pour another layer of resin. Mm. So, but I get, I can have gaps where like, if I know I have to do something the next day, I could just push all my work to the day before and then. Yeah. Well, that's the yeah. luxury of having your own business and working for right. yourself is you yeah. can move things around. And if you really don't want to create, I guess you don't have to, but, um, yeah, that's cool. So you and Amber hold each other accountable. A lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Amber's told me the reason why she never needed a therapist was because she has a twin. It's true. Because yeah. you're talking to someone yeah. all day. Or even if I'll be like, 
if something's annoying, like you have a twin. I yeah, I have a twin to be like, uh, you know, stars. My dog is uh, being annoying right now, and then we just let it go. She'd be like, oh, that sucks, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like talking to. I just told my therapist, my uh-huh. twin, like the problems in my life. Yeah, and she hears all my problems for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, cool. Let's see. Uh, we touched on how you came up with the name, right? Right. Yeah. It's a time warp. Yeah. Time capsule. Right. Ooh, this is a good one. How do you handle artist burnout and days when you feel uninspired? Oh, well, just go to the desert, probably. Mm. I usually make that, if I've done a lot of work, I'll time my trips out to the desert to restock. Because I'm, you know, talking to a lot of shops out there um, that might need a restock. I'll just time it to be on like a day that I just need to not be working. Mm-hmm. And um, even though I'm working yeah. technically, cause I'm driving out there. Um, I'm like, I can be re-inspired while I'm out there. So I'm either like seeing friends or just, even if it's just like me charging my car mm. and I'll like walk around Palm Springs cause I need to charge my car for like an hour and just like, I'm automatically like re-inspired. So I come back like relaxed and, and it's just a day trip, mm. you know, and like re-energized. Mm. Um, and there are there are definitely days where I'm like I don't want to pour anything. Yeah. Um, but I get to like change up the scenery or like just re reconnect with someone or talk to talk to someone in the community or talk mm. to like my desert friends, and I'm just like, oh yeah, everyone, everyone experiences gets, this. Experiences this. Yeah. Like it's just not me. Like, or even talking to Amber, we'll be like, we didn't do anything today. Yeah. Or like, let's get something done at least on our list yeah. you know yeah. um, that's why i think one of the main things on our to-do list every morning is make coffee yeah and I, I feel like once that happens then like i'll just get re-inspired yeah either way yeah yeah and why not just be easy on yourself you know not every day has to be perfect you know like i have days for sure where I, i'll just be like okay well I, at least i made the bed and cleaned up right. a little bit you know sometimes you just need some self-care yeah. yeah yeah you don't always have to be on the grind every day this is a question from your twin amzm amber asked who is your favorite artist and how have they inspired your creativity in any way um i f- i have a lot of favorite artists Let's hear them. okay so first would be john lennon mm. this is my first tattoo mm. says above us only sky you got lots of tattoos. Um, but, you know, he was all about peace and love. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that should go into my art yeah. all the time. And, like, I don't want to be, like, stressed while making it. Because mm-hmm. I'm making something for somebody, right? Like, somebody's sure. going to come and pick out this piece that I'm making. Um, so I've always loved, loved John Lennon and the Beatles. Um, Keith Haring. Mm-hmm. Because he... Uh, if people don't know he yeah, was in the was. 1980s he's a graffiti artist mm-hmm. um and he was like painting subways and stuff but very political during the aids movement mm-hmm. um and it was just like um just like during that time especially being a gay person mm-hmm. just what the media was doing and uh, like yeah. society and mm-hmm. just making a big statement and he has like bold characters people will notice him notice his art they're like almost like stencils those mm. like the dogs the mm. people and stuff keith herring street art street art mm. yeah i love street art um for a minute i wanted to do like graffiti so really I'm, like way into graffiti art yeah oh that's cool right back in the bay i did a lot of that 
I did a lot of that. Lots of it. Or no, I fell out of it. I wanted to not get in trouble, I think. I wanted to do, <laughs> I like... I got in enough um, trouble. I wanted to, like, paint, like, little worlds in, like, cracks of buildings and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I realized I can't, like, practice graffiti art in my 300-square-foot apartment in the Bay. <laughs> so mm. I, like, changed my art, and I think I was doing, like, concrete later and stuff. But I would say Keith Haring, John Lennon... Um, probably Salvador Dali for sure because mm. he was just just like in his own world like mm-hmm. he, he created his own world and obviously mm-hmm. Walt Disney for sure Ooh, I like that he was one. a surrealist too yeah. he worked with Salvador Dali before mm. and oh Dr. Seuss Dr. Seuss is he a good the, one the, the Joshua trees and for Dr. Sure. Seuss for sure yeah so cool yeah definitely inspired by Dr. Seuss uh, I am pandemonium. Hi, Adrian. Adrian asked, how important is diversity in, and inclusion to Club Time Warp, and what value does it bring? Oh, that's a good one. A Hi, question. Adrian. Um, well, it's, like, I mean, art, it's a deep question. It's a deep question, Adrian. Except for art is for everybody, right? So Everything's for everybody. Yeah, or, I mean, especially art, right? Yeah. Like, if you think of art, well, yeah, plants are for everyone, too. Yeah, hell yeah. But, like, everyone can admire a piece of art, mm-hmm. right? So if you're in a museum, you're going to find a huge, diverse group of people, mm-hmm. right? It's not just, like, one, I guess, person, like, mm-hmm. type of person looking at a piece of art. I feel like it brings people together. Right. So, like, I'm, it, it's cool to bring a piece of my art somewhere in a group, and everybody is talking about it. It doesn't matter who you are your sexuality, your your ethnicity. And so I feel like my, I guess just in general, my naturally. art. Naturally. Is, is, yeah, is naturally for everyone. Yes. Right. Without having to make a statement about like, this is exclusively for this group of right. people. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. That's what I found in the plant community. That's what I find in, in the art community and dance music and dance culture. Right. It was always... Um, just naturally are very diverse and inclusive and uh, never made anyone feel any different for whatever walk of life they come uh, from. Yeah, at all. I don't, I mean, in especially in the art community and like the makers community mm-hmm. uh, and in the desert, you get, everyone's just excited to finally meet you. Mm-hmm. Same, like, if we do a market, um, we'll all go around, each maker will make sure they go around to each stand and talk to people and it's just, we're talking about art and we're right. talking about how it's drawing us together and like the community it's building and stuff um and i think that's what's most important none of that other stuff matters yeah you don't think it about it matter. i don't think about it yeah. i don't care what your beliefs are honestly I yeah mean, as long as it's not in my face and you know right, and it's positive and there's yeah. just like love and stuff it's you, you like you like plants cool you know <laughs> yeah you like rocks cool yeah let's talk about it you right know? exactly yeah that's what i like about it for sure it's naturally inclusive and diverse um, without meaning to be. So that's very cool. What time are we at here? Let's see. I don't know. We're in there. We're in there. So, uh, let's see. What time are we at? We're, we're 50 minutes in. Oh, wow. You know, I was yeah. telling Amber on the car ride, I was like, oh, I hope it's going to be 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are we going to talk about? And yeah. then I guess it's fine. Yeah, yeah no, we went hard, and it seems like everything seems to be working. This is a test run, so thank you for being my guinea pig on the, the video, including the video and oh, the yeah. um, 
yeah, it's kind of easy to forget that there's cameras on us right now. Uh, I'm used to you. I mean, prior to this, you were like setting this up, so it looks good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to start having people I over. I feel so famous. I feel like I should have been made like a cocktail or like Isn't a botanical. You could have. We should have. We should yeah, have. Yeah, you don't, I don't know drink, why we but didn't. you. We could have had like I botanical. Had I would have had a drink. Yeah, botanical co- cocktail. Yeah. Maybe Amber needs to be our bartender in the future. Like she could be. Yeah. Once once the study's over, I'll for sure have a drink. Uh, I'm not opposed to it by any means, you know. But I don't think I'm supposed to we be. We should right put now. sage in our yeah drink in the future. Let's do it. Like plant sage, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not my son. Funny, yeah. Not my son. Sage. No one makes sage walk by and be like, "Oh, thanks, sage." Yeah. 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 He could be the bartender. For sure. So I want to build a studio here in the garage, and that's the ultimate goal. But for now, this is going to be our makeshift studio, and I think we succeeded this mic that you're on is new i think one of these mics is new and headphones yeah it's my first it's weird it's my first time like having to talk with headphones on isn't it isn't weird hearing yourself yeah, yeah i don't like you it you can hear I'm your like, own voice it's really weird yeah. yeah i you know it's funny i always hated my own voice i can't stand the sound of it well no one no one likes it right when- they're listening to an audio, right? Yeah, but Do you like like it more I now? have to. I've come to grips with my voice. I've accepted my voice. You, you know talk what I mean? All the time. Because <laughs> I have to listen to it. I can't fucking stand it, but I have to like. I don't know. I've gotten past it. You yeah. know? Because I have to listen and go through this one. Thankfully, I'm not gonna have to edit anything, Jen. This was smooth sailing. You know? Yeah. Every once in a while, because I talk about some some difficult topics sometimes. Right. And whenever we go there, I know there, a like, lot about them. So. Yeah, it can be like. You know, it can set me off course big right. time and and triggering. So then I have to edit things. But this is nice and lighthearted. I like this. Just the the artist, you know, the face behind the artist. Thanks. Yeah. I'm glad I got to be on this. It's really you rad. You did a great job. We'll do it again. This won't be the only time. And if you have like a release as the podcast grows, that's what my other intention is, is when you are a member of the plant community without really necessarily being directly involved in the plant community because you're using, you're incorporating botanicals. I know that the plant community is starting to catch on to it. And I, I, that's my kind of goal is to like bring anybody that has anything to do with plants together. Yeah. Anything. Like, I don't care if you're a you veggie gardener. A, like a, like a, like a social night or whatever they're called. Right. They, like with the community, like it could be like, yeah, ooh, it could be a pod. Uh, if plants could talk club right if you're a part right. of it we could like all hang out everyone could talk or y- and network and stuff network yeah. um, that's just another goal meet people would be cool to start doing these things especially like I think any community you're in most of it is sometimes online mm-hmm. especially like businesses are going out of Instagram uh, Etsy mm-hmm. websites so it's cool when you can actually like physically right meet of course yeah yeah, no. Then that's what I like about that's. I've been able to do that is like meet more important people with the pop ups and stuff. But yeah, that's my that's my ultimate goal is to like uh, branch everybody together and and be inclusive. And for if you, uh, as the podcast grows, if you have something that you're about to release, you can come on and talk about it. More, you know, I don't think people knew we got we this do thing coming out. Collabs together. Yeah, we so. have collaborated yeah. Earthling Botanical and Club Time Warp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'd be cool to see you doing collabs with other people, especially plant people. Can't you, pro- you? What, what is it called when you chop a plant and propagate? then put some propagate? Wait, what? You know when you put the cactus on top of. Oh, graft. Like an, oh, grafting. Grafting. Can you graft two different cactuses? Or? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. But you should do I'm it with somebody else. Like, wouldn't that be cool if it's like, oh, this is an earthling botanical collaboration colla- graft? Collaboration graft. Yeah. And then, I don't know, you get just a weird plant, and it's whoever, whatever they want to send. 
to be like kind of like a surprise grafting, right? There's something artistic about grafting for sure. And I, I would love to get better it's at weird. it. Weird. need someone to like actually teach me the ways of doing it. But yeah. We could do collab, like you could do like, they just send you a plant in the mail, uh, in the mail or something. It'd be mm. kind of funny. Well, you know, the ultimate goal that I would like to do is like have a, I always talked about like having like a coffee shop, you know, some kind of mm, location, yeah. brick and mortar, you know, but like, even if it was live work, that would be awesome. That was my dream when I was young before I started having kids was to have like a live work space, you know? Technically, your space right now is a live work space. Yeah, you but know you want to I mean? like, like a sell, like a retail. Yeah. I want to have want a coffee that. shop. I want a coffee shop with plants, my podcast studio, uh, photography, everything. Right. And then like Amber can make her bikinis. You, you yeah, can people can sell. Concrete. Like there could be like artists and stuff. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Like a maker's. There's a place co-op. in San Francisco that was like a co-op. Yeah. And they had like sewing machines and like all this stuff you could use. That'd be so cool. And like you just had to pay like a little, like a little fee to come in. It was yeah. like five bucks to go inside and use the stuff. Yeah. You should do that. I did it for a little while. I had a warehouse and it was like 1,600 square feet and I rented out squares to everybody. But we got raided by the police because we were growing cannabis before it was legal. Oh, that was your fault. Yeah. yeah. Lost, yeah. lost everything. A, le- a huge lesson <laughs> learned. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You it's like funny. lost everything inside? Yeah. I was like, it's funny because I was trying to do creative, creative stuff too, but I was also like running a illegal business in the back. <laughs> so it was like a blend of the two. You know, the cops came and tore through all my shit and took everything. Yeah. That's what happens when you want it all. Yeah. I got greedy. Yeah, That's you, exactly yeah. what happened. I got greedy. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lesson learned. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody. Club Time Warp. Go to at Club Time Warp on Instagram or clubtimewarp.com. Yes. Clubtimewarp.com. All right. Thank you, everybody. If you could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and hit the share button, I would greatly appreciate that. All right. Have a good day. Bye, guys. <laughs>